This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse, and joining us as he does every week, brought to you by Burdick BMW and Drivers Village, Jerry McNamara. Jerry, what's happening? Not much. Just recuperating from that five-day trip, so good to be home. Come home for the snow. Come home for the snow. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm waiting on it. I want that no, another big storm, make it nice and white for the holidays. Oh, I'd love to see that, man. How about those Huskies? Not a bad trip for Mr. Hopkins, huh? Nice. Not uh, a- you, you know, you would think that coming out of the, the legendary zone defense that he learned here under the tutelage of Coach Beheim, that Kansas, who had already seen that against Syracuse and, and seemed to react well, I mean, it didn't break them down as badly as we've done other teams that it confuses them with. Uh, he just uh, he squashed on camp. Yeah, you know, I think it kind of worked both ways, really. I mean, you know, I think it was somewhat of an advantage for Kansas uh, after playing us to have just gone against it. But I also look at the other side of it, too, where Hop had a chance to see how they attacked it. Um, you know, they've, they've done such a great job this year, Kansas. And, and we talked about it last week, how different they've been from their past teams, you know, 42% of their offense was coming from the three-point line. I think I think the one thing that Washington did a really good job of was they just stayed glued to the perimeter, especially in the second half if you watch them, uh, which I did. I watched the second half last night uh, rooting for our guy. But, um, you know, they did such a great job of, of targeting shooters, and they figured, all right, well, if you're going to get the ball to Vic in the high post or drop it down to Azubuki in the short corner, we'll live with giving up twos. Uh, you know, compared to your threes. And, uh, you know, Vic did a great job. He really did. And then there were stretches where he missed one. You know, the one thing that remained consistent uh, was Washington continued to play inside out offensively. You know, the kid Dickerson's a load. And uh, the one thing that Kansas being so different than they've been in the past is they don't have that second. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't as a bouquet guard in the post player, they've doubled the post all year. And, you know, there was a possession where they got it in the post and threw it back out and swung it for a wide-open shot on the weak side, and that's how they kept attacking. And uh, their guards did a really good job. I thought Crisp, uh, David Crisp, for them, the left-handed kid shooter, uh, controlled the game beautifully. Uh, Jalen Noel, their, their freshman guard, is a terrific, you know, going to be a big-time player, a terrific scorer. Um, you know, the perfect game plan. They executed defensively really well. Um, you know, they eliminated Dev- Devontae Graham was the difference. You know, we did a good job uh, in, in our game of, of eliminating guys like Mikhailu, who have, has had such a terrific season. Uh, but the one thing that consistently hurt us was that deep top-of-the-key shot. Uh, and and I, I spoke to Hop briefly, um, I believe Sunday, and we talked a little bit about our game and you know what they were going to do. And one of the things that we both kind of agreed upon was you're going to have to extend the zone a little bit and match up and uh, really, really happy for him. Really proud of, of, of his team. And uh, you know, the, the the last team I thought that they played against that was as lethal from the perimeter as uh, Kansas was Virginia Tech, where they got squashed down in the city. Uh, you know, for his group to recuperate and play a team like Kansas on the road in Kansas City uh, and get that win, really happy for him. Really, you know, really, really big time performance on both ends of the court. Well, Mac. So when I look at a team that essentially plays. The same defense, pretty much, I mean, out of the same system in Washington and becoming victorious over Kansas. And, and then I look back at, at our game, um, and, and I think the major difference then becomes the fact that is, is it that Washington didn't have to 
rush for the rebounding as much as we do. I mean, we have been doing a great job rebounding, re- rebounding collectively as a unit, you know, and that's pretty much how we're going to have to do it if we want to dominate the boards. We don't have that one big giant presence that's just going to eat up, you know, rebounds left and right. So um, is it because we're leaving that second shot open after the first one goes up? Or what was the difference then if you had to pick out why they accelerated with the same defense as us? Well, I think the the, the two biggest key, the two biggest differences I thought in the in, in the games were you know it was simple in the first half, you know we had an opportunity I thought to seize control of the game, um, and and the reason for that was because our defense was so good, um, and we didn't you know we didn't execute and play well enough offensively to seize control, and, and then you know the second thing was Devontae Graham. You know, Devontae Graham was the difference. We did an unbelievable job on everybody else. Uh, Newman was an offer. Uh, Vic was a threat from the inside, which we knew. He had a couple threes, but and then he got a couple cheapies off our press. But you know, the biggest the biggest thing for me was we didn't seize control of the game offensively when we had an opportunity to. And then, you know, you know, we were never, you know, we never took away Graham's rhythm from the top of the key. Uh, he got comfortable, and when you get a player of his caliber comfortable. You know, you, you play at a different pace, and it, it stretched his range out. You know, he he stretched our zone out, and, and he got opportunities from the top of the key, which weren't allowed in their game. So, you know, the difference is when you take a, a guy's rhythm away, um, you know, you, you look at last night, he, I mean, he didn't even hit his free throws. I think he was like 8 for 8 against us. He missed both of his free throws at the end of the game. You know, it was because he just had no rhythm. Uh you know, and he was allowed to get a rhythm. You know, he, he had a couple deep ones early, and he felt good. You know, you missed those two, and you know, maybe maybe the game goes differently. So, but we were terrific in the, in, a, in in multiple stretches of that game defensively. If it weren't for the first half and the start of the second half, the, the, I thought the last six minutes of the first half and the first minute and a half, two minutes of the second half decided the game. Um, and, and I don't think it was necessarily what our defense did. I think a big part of it. In the second half, the first two minutes, we had some letdowns. But, you know, I thought for the most part that first half stretch offensively was the one that got us. Coming up next is Colgate, Mac. I mean, this is like taking your sister to the prom, you know what I mean? <laughs> What's up with that game? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's funny that they're coming off, you know, three straight losses. Um, you know, but, but you can't, you know, it's funny, especially with the way we play, you, you can't look at a team like this and and, you know, look past them. Uh, for this simple reason. I mean, you look at what we've done from the perimeter this year, you know, which is from the three point line, especially has been pretty, you know, to to put it politely, abysmal (laughs) shooting 27% from the three. You look at these guys and they're shooting 40% from the three, you know, we have 40 total three point makes. These guys have 90 in the same, same amount of games. They have 50 more threes than us in eight games. Um, you know, so when you have players like Will Raymond who's shooting 60% from the three-point line, it's very similar to, to a Kansas game where you have guys on the perimeter. I think the one thing we've done against Colgate in the past is we've sped them up a little bit, forced them outside of their comfort zone. So, you know, going into a game like this and you're just coming off a game at the Garden with great energy and great intensity and you're playing a team that, you know, you handled relatively easily last year, uh, that is coming off three losses. You know, it's easy. It's easy to let your guard down. I think it's our it's our job as a staff uh, to get these guys prepared. And 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 it's like we're going into a Kansas or Connecticut game and uh, understand that these guys are are better from the perimeter than the teams that we just played. And you know, probably up to par with Kansas and uh, certainly better than Connecticut from the outside. So 
we have to be active, use our length, run guys off the spot, and, and, and target one or two of these guys and not let them get comfortable. On the phone with assistant coach for the Syracuse men's basketball team, Jerry McNamara. You know, I, I've been in the fight game. Um, one of my partners that I do a lot of business with, we have several fighters, world champions, that have excelled the top of their game and to me this is very much like the fight before we know we're in line now to get a title fight we know we're in line to get a good fight so we want to find an opponent that for sure is going to give us a few rounds and we're going to knock his head off you know, we're going to yeah. get the kid to feel really good about himself is this that fight before georgetown um you know again i i just don't think you could go that far you know just because you know we've learned from mac between you and me no one's listening it's my <laughs> show no one listens to it you know, it's funny. We don't. It's just the way we, you know, the the way we kind of do things, the way coaches has always done things is we don't, you know, we don't look ahead. It's funny. I don't even look ahead in scouts. And I took, um, I took on Kansas full head steam, tried to learn everything we could about them. Um, and then, you know, it was as soon as that game was over, it was Connecticut and, and you're on, you know, and then I'm looking at Colgate cause that's my next scout. So, uh, you know, we just don't, you know, we feel like it creates a, you know, uh, you know, a certain mentality with our guys that we, we don't want, you know, we want guys taking one game at a time, even like a, a performance like Frank Howard, you know, you, you want that performance to be a singular performance, you know, that one's over. Let's go to the next one and focus solely on that. So, you know, I, I know the Georgetown game is a big game for us. It's on the road and uh, all that, but um, Colgate, you know, again, with the way they play on the perimeter, they, 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 uh, you know, they give us a, a problem in itself. So we're we're just going to focus on them for the time being. Are you focused on them? I'm going to focus on this statement and close with this. So I brought up. I'm going down to that damn practice facility, and I'm going to be able to tell my brothers that I shot with the great Jerry McNamara. You know what Josh chimed in and said? I'll shoot what you. you he told us he's going to shoot you and me down. I'll take it. I'll he's bring gonna, it right now. He's going to shoot us both down. Game of horse. I'm. Uh, I'm champ. I, I, you know, you know, I've never been a silver medalist before. You know, I never shot for the silver. Just not in my vernacular. <laughs> but I'm going to promise you this. This is a bronze medal partner I got right here in this competition. <laughs> this guy gets to get on the podium only because there's only three guys in the competition. That's right. right but he well, says he's gold. It, he it, says he's it, gold, Mac. If we're talking about, you know, what, what, how this, in the order that this is going to go with, you know, gold, silver, and bronze, I might as well be a Russian Olympian at this point from the last few Olympics, because I must be on steroids or some sort of juice <laughs> in this competition. Mac. Wow, you heard it from the Mac. You heard it from He's nothing but at the top of the podium, isn't Jerry, he? Jerry, thank you so much Thanks, for the Jerry. time. Best of luck against Colgate this weekend, brother. Yeah, brother Thanks, go guys. Have a great weekend. Right, God bless you. you. We talked to Jerry McNamara every week right here on ESPN Radio, presented by Drivers Village and Burdick BMW. We will reset, come back, and I will try to guess the mystery guest here on the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse.